Welcome to Bundesliga Recap, match day 23. The first game was between Mainz and Leverkusen, which ended up being a 3-2 victory for Mainz. It was a it was a very, very competitive match, which ended in Mainz barely scraping the victory, but nonetheless come back. Schick opened the scoring with a deflection, then a beautiful free kick um, for Clerical. And then in the 74th minute, Alario took the uh, to the 2-1 victory for Leverkusen. Victory, no, lead for Leverkusen. Uh, Boutis in the 84th got the equalizing goal, and then Ingvartsen in the 88th minute tied it up. It was a really, it was a really, really nice volley from uh, Boutis. Came off the bench, but the main difference for Mainz is the fact that they came, they had people who come off the, they had, they had Boutis who came off the bench. They continued the pressure throughout the game. And really, actually, they were the better team, I would say, through the at least at, at the end of the game, they were much better. Um, but major, major victory for Mainz. They're in they're in the race for the um, for the top spots currently. They're three points out of fourth spot, but they are three points away from tenth, too. So it's just so tight. Right now that you can't really say they're close, but this was a this was a very good victory for Mainz against a very good Leverkusen team. Moving on to Saturday's action, Armenia beats Union one nil. I mean, Armenia relies on two players really to create their attacking output: um, Okanagua and uh, Vimmer. And both and Vimmer provides the assist. Okanagawa gets a goal in the 53rd. That's the only goal of the match. Union lose one nothing to Bielefeld. Armenia they're doing really well right now. Armenia overall were the better team. Union had they had chances in this game. Um, uh, Taiwan and Wanyi blew a few, but here's what I've noticed since they lost Max Cruiser and even a little bit before that they were struggling a bit, but right now. Their form is is not looking good. They've since they've lost him in January, it's gone down. In February, they haven't won a game and they haven't scored a single goal. So you're telling me Max Cruiser is wasn't the key to this attack? Then I don't really know what was because they've lost two nothing to Augsburg, three to nothing to Dortmund, and now one nothing to Bielefeld. Since Cruiser is gone, they haven't scored a single goal. So I th- they've got a. Re- they could be in. They're not going to qualify for the. They're not going to qualify for the European uh, spots if they can't get it together. And right now, I mean, they're not going to get relegated because the amount of points they've built up. But currently, I don't see them doing anything and threatening any teams because they don't really have a creative force. A one is a pure goal scorer, and when Max Cruiser and others are creating chances. It works really well, but right now they're just not. He's not getting any service, and it's not. It's not looking good for Union at all. Stuttgart the same way. They tie Bochum uh, one nothing. This is a game that Stuttgart has to win. You have to get three points. And in the ninety plus fourth minute, they let, give up a penalty. Uh, to credit, Lowen scores for Bochum, gets them a point. This is. I mean, Stuttgart had chances to win this game. Uh, to put it to bed, and they didn't. But I mean, it's such a disappointing victory or disappointing uh tie for Stuttgart. It really should have been a win. 
And this is one of those matches that Bochum will be super happy to get a point from. They're not out. They're in eleventh, but they're not. I wouldn't. I would say now they're pretty close to getting out of it, out of the relegation. If they continue just decent form, they won't even be in cl- in conversation to be relegated. They're right now seven points off from sixteenth place, and ten points off from where Stuttgart is. Stuttgart seventeenth, three points out of sixteenth, and it's. And now four points out of fifteenth, so there's the gap is just widening, which is really really not good news. Wolfsburg play Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim, this this was a good this was a good game I would say. Um, Hoffenheim were down one nothing because the uh, Wolfsburg's new striker uh, Vind gets the goal. It's a, it's a good start to his uh, Wolfsburg career. Jonas Vin gets the early goal in the 36th minute. Larson gets the 73rd. Kramerts, uh then gets the winner in the 78th. So big win for Hoffenheim. Vin gets his first goal. That's massive for Hoffenheim, but it doesn't really um, account for much. It's a pretty even game. Hoffenheim getting back on track. They were in they were in a lot of trouble. They had lost four games in a row. Three of them in the Bundesliga. One in the DFB Pokal. And then they've now picked up two victories over Armenia, Bielefeld, and now Wolfsburg, uh, putting that them back up in the European race, which is massive because now they are in fifth. It's so close, though, a loss, and you could end up being in uh, eighth or ninth. So it's just such a close race. But it's, it's a very, very, very good spot for Hoffenheim to be in, considering that they had just lost four in a row two games ago. So big change in form for them. Hopefully it continues for their sake. But I mean, if they're gonna continue to play, they have to rely on Kramerich. And if he's gonna he's got four goals and seven assists. He's been cut he hasn't been great recently. Like really not good. But I mean, you'll you'll take you'll take goals when you can get them and he's gonna give you a lot. Sebastian Ruters or not I keep saying Sebastian, it's Jorginho Ruter. Uh he's been good for them recently. But he needs to be more consistent. He has too many patches of form. And if Hoffenheim want to make it to the next level and make it to European spots, he needs to be a little bit more consistent for them. Cologne get a 1-0 victory over Frankfurt. Anthony Modest off the bench. He had some sickness. Wasn't fit enough to start, but fit enough to win the game in the 84th minute. And he makes a run in behind. Simple ball through. Nice finish for him. Of course, he finishes it, though. He's been so close. I don't know how many times he's won the game for Cologne this season. Those three points add up, and that's that's honestly the reason why they're so high in the table. That's why they're in seventh. Frankfurt fall back to tenth. Not the greatest form right now. Lost two in a row. Um, they've lost three out of their uh, last four competitive fixtures. And they have only won one competitive fixture since January, actually since the new year. So it's it's not been a great start to the new year for Frankfurt. But I think I think there's there's something to take away from this match. Like they weren't bad. Cologne probably were the better team. They had more chances. But Frankfurt had something off on the break. They had chances off off the counter. And I really think they could start being more of a counterattacking team. If they focus on that, they honestly could catapult back up the table. They just need to be able to take a few of their chances. 
Moving on to Sunday's action, which was absolutely crazy. Four blowouts. Bayern's, this game started very, very interesting. I think all eyes turned to this game once you saw the score at halftime. Garrett Firth led uh, 1-0 at half. Hergota got the goal um, in the 42nd minute off a deflected free kick off of Sabitzer. And it took no time in the... Uh, in the second half for Lewandowski to get the the tying goal. Then Griesbeck had an own goal in the 61st, and then Lewandowski got another one, and Chupa Morting finished the game off. But the comeback from Bayern, they showed heart. They have not been in grid form recently. They drew Salzburg at in midweek in the Champions League, which was a disappointing game for them. Then, and then Firth were actually really good in the first half. Well, actually, even before that, they had lost to, they had a shock loss to Bolcom 4-2 in the previous match day. So, getting back on track, getting the 4-0 win. But Garrett I want to give them a little bit of credit. They were very good in the first half. And I thought had a lot, and had some better, have some a better of the play, better of the chances. And punching way above their weight in the first half. But then every came, everything came back to earth and Bayern dominated. Much better performance from Garrett Firth than the last time, uh, the the other time Byron faced Firth, which I believe was a seven nothing uh thumping of Firth. So much better, much better. Um then moving on moving on to the uh next game, Dortmund six, Gladbach zero. That is an absolute thumping. Absolute thumping. Dortmund relied on one man for this uh game and one man only they scored six goals and Royce was involved in five he had two goals three assists Gladbach with only two wins in the last 12 games 12 games there there have been a few draws but two wins in the last 12 games that's abysmal it's so bad they're they're not consistent they're not scoring goals. They only have 30 goals. Um, there's there's a few teams that I wouldn't even expect to have the close to the same amount of goals, which is with the attacking talent. Gladbach has. Mainz has more goals. Frankfurt has more goals. Cologne has more goals. Freiburg has more goals. Hoffenheim. All these teams that Gladbach probably should be ahead of with the money they spent, spend and the amount of talent they have. It's just go. It's it's getting bad to worse, and they're actually four points out of sixteenth, and seven points out of seventeenth. But they keep on this form, and they could find themselves in relegation trouble, which would be crazy to think about for the beginning of the year. When I thought they were going to be one of the top teams in the Bundesliga, and it's really just not panned out. I do want to give credit to other players for uh, Dortmund too. Mollen gets a goal. Um, it is his fourth goal in the Bundesliga, but he's been playing much better recently. He also has three assists. Um, you got to give uh, credit to Yusuf Mukuku. Gets a goal. That's his first of this Bundesliga campaign. Uh, Martirius Wolf gets a goal. So goals coming from everywhere, but the main focal point, Royce was absolutely insane, going crazy in this game. And this shows that they can play and score a lot without Holland. It does take a ridiculous performance from Royce, but nevertheless, they do score without. Um, they do they do score 
I guess, without um, Holland. And then the other blowout, Leipzig 6, Hertha 1. Really, really disappointing game from uh, Hertha Berlin. The last time they faced um, earlier in the year, Leipzig beat Hertha 6-0, so slightly not as bad, but realistically another abysmal performance. 20th minute goal from Hendricks. Then there was an equalizer for Jovetic. He has six goals uh, this campaign. And Cuckoo then uh, took the lead. And this was the turning point. The game, I would say, wasn't fairly even. But Hertha were in it and they were creating chances. And they were playing with heart. And then there was a penalty red card for uh, Mark Oliver Kempf. And he's really the villain for Hertha this game. They were playing well. He makes a really bad challenge, denies an obviously goal-scoring chance, and Cuckoo wins, and Cuckoo gets the penalty. He scores, and he scores again. Almost scores, Hadar scores, Poulsen scores. It ends up being a rout, but it all starts from Mark Oliver Kemp's red card. The penalty, the, the playing with 10 men, it all comes down to him. Did want to give credit to Olmo, though. Comes off the bench, two assists and a goal. He's been playing better since his since he comes back since he's came back from injury. He's playing he's much he's playing much better. In his last uh, two Bundesliga games, he's had three assists and two goals. That shows you what form he's hitting in right now. So that's a very good sign for Leipzig. Um, I did want to give credit though to the best player in the Bundesliga. Robert Lewandowski, he has 28 goals, same at same amount of goals he had last season, and the in this at the same 23rd match day, he's on pace to break it for sure. But here's the thing, he's at the same pace as he was last year, and he got hurt for four games. So if he can stay healthy through the rest of the season, he will break his record. I have no doubt in my mind, and I think he could set it at 45, 46 goals, which would be crazy. And again. Why was he not awarded the Ballon d'Or? Like, the ridiculousness of this guy's scoring ability is crazy. Yes, he's playing on the best team in the league that they dominate. But, I mean, that, isn't that the same for, like, PSG? Like, is, is Mbappe doing this in France? Is Neymar doing that in France? Is Messi doing that in France? No. It's not, it's not as easy as it seems. And quite frankly... I don't know why he's not he's not as held as highly as he probably should. Thomas Muller actually surprisingly doesn't get an assist, but he will take home the crown. He will break his record. He's got 16. I believe the record is 21. So there's no way he doesn't break it. But this Bayern team's ridiculous. People are saying there's still a chance of a title race, but I don't know. There's six points in between Bayern. Bayern mess up one more time. Uh in Dortmund, in Dortmund, don't, and then Dortmund can somehow beat Bayern in the Der Klassiker, and Dortmund could be lifting the trophy realistically. Like, it's it's not a good chance, but there is a chance that it's not as dominant of a title race as has, it has been in years past for Bayern. Thank you for listening to this Bundesliga recap episode. Have a great day. Bye.